1: year 2023 it also amazes me how many people are like well i don't see color or it would be so much better if we just didn't worry about someone's skin tone you as an individual are contributing to the problem because our broader society sees color and it's not just physically seeing a color there is so much more to it than just that and if you don't understand that you are again part of the problem and it's just to keep telling people that over and over is so frustrating. And I was just on TikTok and there's a trend where parents are teaching their kids not to see color, quote unquote. And I'm like, okay, so the next round of people that are gonna be joining our workforce, this next generation are gonna be dealing with the same issues that we're dealing with now. Because to say, you don't see color, you don't see me. You don't care to acknowledge the struggles that people like me face. And we're not looking for problems.
0: This is a very strange conversation, except it's the conversation of DEI. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC. Good morning. Good to be with you. That is, as described in the reporting, a DEI leader from Google. Upset that parents are teaching kids there's a trend on TikTok to not see skin color? Listen, if if you ask me if I see that someone is black or someone is a different color than I am, I absolutely see it. I see everything. It's kind of my thing. And I see the fat people and I see the thin people and I see the ugly people and I see the attractive people. I see you, Hotties. I see you. Of course I do. The question is, do I act upon it? Your argument is you're subliminally acting upon it no matter what, therefore you're guilty. And my reaction to that is, That's just crazy town. You're arguing that I exist, therefore I am guilty, and therefore you should have some level of dominion or power over me? You should be allowed some level of structure and actual institutionalized racism? Nah. Nah. No. But more importantly, when people discuss talking with their kids about not seeing skin color, they're not talking about not recognizing there's somebody in front of them who might look different. They're talking about not allowing that to be a barrier to get to know somebody. Now, some people are just teaching to hate the person who looks different than they do. And it happens with people who are white. And it happens with people who are black. Grow up. The DEI folk want to divide, the DEI folk, want to destroy. I asked the question this way. Is this what's happening in Brownsburg? What, what is happening the second day that I asked this question regarding that school board and the superintendent, Jim Snap? What's going on? And our parents actually demanding that the school board answer questions because I think you can put much on the superintendent. How much is being put on the school board? Every time I turn around, every time I ask a question, it seems that this Eric Hilton is in the middle of everything that isn't good. What is going on there? And how many parents are going to school board meetings? How many parents are asking questions to school board members? How many que- parents are just getting involved in this? Start asking your friends. Start getting involved. What we, the, 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 the bigotry of, of Hamilton Southeastern has, is, is not ended. There are still plenty of school districts that are pushing madness like this woman is pushing. May I suggest parents... You don't allow these people to have dominion over your children. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC. Good morning.
2: Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new and everything in between.
0: have been removed, returned, or expelled, a majority of them. We are doing everything we can within a broken system to incentivize non-citizens to use lawful pathways to impose consequences on those who do not. That's just not the case, Secretary Mayorkas. You can stand in front of the Homeland Security emblem all you wish. You're not doing everything you can within a broken system. You still want to blame others. Do we keep and and actually implement the Remain in Mexico policy? Have you gone to Congress and said, I need $32 billion for this technology? In a very loud way, I can get 13 people to shut down the Holland Tunnel connecting New Jersey and New York. It wasn't, it wasn't a mass group yesterday of thousands. It was like 13 people, 15 people. They shut down the Holland Tunnel, and so we're clear, New York and New Jersey let them do it. Tony Katz, 93, WIBC. Good morning. Find everything, of course, that we do here at WIBC.com, including the podcast for Tony Katz in the Morning News and Tony Katz Today. It is all there at wibc.com, we'll we'll call it 15 people. It's, It's not a round number, but it's closer. 15 people shut down the Holland Tunnel, and New York and New Jersey allowed them to do it. Now, if you tell me that the law enforcement of New York and New Jersey are able to apprehend most criminals that doesn't excuse what you just allowed to happen at the New Jersey, New York border, does it? You allowed lawlessness to occur and it was aided and abetted by a lack of policy by law enforcement. I swear to you, I didn't know this was the conversation I was going to have. But sometimes, you know this, guys, it just hits you. There it is. The Homeland Security Secretary wants to tell us that they're apprehending so many people. That's not the story. That's your job. It's all the people you refuse to apprehend. It is the lack of border patrol. It is the demoralization of border patrol. It is the hand tying of border patrol. It's the lack of technology for border patrol. That's the story. So where are you at, kitten? You're nowhere to be found except you sit there and you tell us broken system. We get that. And you in three years have done nothing to make it better. You have made it worse because your administration, the Biden administration, has clearly been an open doors kind of place. It's not deniable. This is what you have done And then you have the audacity to tell us the high number of migrants we have encountered at our southern border is a challenge that is not unique to the United States. Yes, it is. What's wrong with you? Now, you say to me, Tony, hold on a second. Take a look at Europe and take a look at all of, of the massive amounts of immigration that they've taken on. Yes, and now look at the problems they have. Take a look at the problems in England. Ask the British if it's recognizable. Take a look at the issues in Germany. I would say take a look at the issues in Hungary and Poland, but they didn't go along. They've got different issues, but not necessarily this issue. Maybe there is a problem with unfettered immigration. I didn't say we shouldn't have legal immigration. I don't know how many times I'm supposed to discuss that I favor in every way legal immigration. I favor it from a humanitarian side. I favor it from a labor side. I favor it from a decency side. The Indiana Democrat sent out a missive yesterday quoting their leader in the House, Phil G. Quinta, about economic freedom. I'm going to share that with you in the 7 o'clock hour. We're going to ask some very, very direct questions. I've already invited, uh, via, via social media, any of the Democratic leaders to come on and explain it. And producer Carl is going to be very busy today sending out invitations to explain this madness. But there is no doubt that there are migrants who do the jobs that Americans won't do. If you want want to talk to lettuce farmers, you're more than welcome. Getting Americans to move to the areas where lettuce farms are to pick lettuce is a very difficult task, and it's made more difficult by our own policies. Legal immigration has a massive value to the country. Whether you want to discuss it economically, I would rather discuss it right from the soul. Illegal immigration has no value. This, not checking who's coming into the country, is giving people a slip of paper and saying, uh, see you in front of a judge in six years, five years, three years, not helpful. Not helpful. I, I will continue to talk about and continue to expose uh, their madness. I was going to share with you Representative Ocasio-Cortez's madness, but uh, I'll have to get to that later because...
1: sounds like there's a range of scenarios that the Supreme Court could rule. They could rule in a ruling that includes Maine. They could rule one that doesn't include Maine. You're planning for different scenarios. Trump is on the ballot. Obviously, though, if they rule in a way that kicks him off the ballot, there would be
2: an adjustment, I assume. Of course. hundred percent, yes. We will follow the law in the Constitution no matter what. And that was what was so important, so I made my decision based exclusively on the record in the hearing, the weight of the evidence and the arguments were made. I followed the law and the constitution as is my duty. Uh, And that's what election officials do every day across this country.
0: With all due respect to the Secretary of State of Maine right there, you're smiling, you're giddy, you look like a child. Now, sometimes people look like a child. Admittedly, I think she sounds like a child, but that could be me. The issue here is the antics. And of course, keeping Trump off the ballot in the state of Maine is a childlike antic, except it's just radically authoritarian. Two things happen at the same time. Tony Katz at 93, WIBC, good morning. He makes me sad, I won't play with him. Childlike, it's exactly what's happened. I don't like what Trump did the fact that he wasn't found guilty, the fact that he's never been charged uh, with with insurrection, inconsequential to these people. He makes me sad. I don't want to play with him. So keep him off the ballot, which is, of course, an attack on the people itself. They don't get to decide who their president is. Some secretary of state does. That's first, that it's childlike. The authoritarian is exactly that. Because I am sad, I utilize my power to make decisions for you. That's what's happening. The Supreme Court is going to, of course, take a look at whether Trump can be kicked off the ballot in Colorado because they've done this madness as well. Who you vote for matters. And these people who will tell you, ah, it's just a uniparty, it doesn't matter. Could you stop it? I get the anger, I get the disgust, I get that you're bothered that there isn't enough clarity and leadership from people, I get it. The idea that it's a uniparty and there aren't actual differences is nonsense. And every time you say, it doesn't matter, you get stuff like this. Now, I think the question is, well, how come there aren't Republican secretaries of state who aren't throwing Biden off the ballot? I don't want that. This is the thing we don't want. The argument counter to mine is these people have to learn a lesson. Let them learn. This is what we're doing to the system. We got to burn it down to build it up. Okay. That's their argument. I don't deny that their argument doesn't have a nice, nice twinge of not just a huge splash of legitimacy. I think our push should be on those progressives and exposing them for the authoritarian children they are and how dangerous this is. Because all of these people are violently dangerous, not because I say so, but because they say so. Maine should be embarrassed. Sheena Bellows, is that her name? My gosh. Child
2: jamming out to something new and everything in between.
0: Made up, and you know what? When, when people you know fabricate these anonymous sources and do it, what? Why he's saying that is because he wants people to somehow think, oh, you know, why should I go in negative twenty degree weather to help? No, you should show up because you know we're the one that can get the job done for this country. Uh, but that report is categorically false. That's Ron DeSantis discussing this idea that he's going to drop out of the race. No, I'm not going to do it. That's right, he's not going to do it until he does. They're always not going to drop out of the race until they do. But even the people who I speak to in Iowa, who don't see a great future for him in Iowa, they don't see him doing well in this caucus, they don't necessarily see him dropping out after Iowa. Besides, Iowa is taking on a very, very unique life of its own. Tony Katz... 93 WIBC. Good morning. Good to be with you. Find everything I do over at TonyKatz.com. The chat room is open. Be a part of what's going on. Um, there's nothing in, in, in the polling data that suggests that Donald Trump isn't ahead. The issue is going to be whether or not this quote-unquote surge from Nikki Haley is real, whether it exists in Iowa like it uh, uh, supposedly exists in New Hampshire, and whether or not that translates to people on the ground. The people on the ground thing is everything. And why I bring this up, well, wait for it. A lot of photos shown yesterday on social media of an event that Nikki Haley, her team put out and nobody showed up. No one showed up to this event. And you're like, oh my gosh, Nikki Haley's collapsing. It's so embarrassing. The state of Iowa was preparing for a foot of snow yesterday. The weather is the story. In Iowa, at last look, on caucus night, the temperature in Iowa when well, it could be different in, in areas, a high of seven and at night a low of negative one. Let me show you now. That was the weather a few days ago. I actually uh Aisha Hosni um posted that. She used to be at Fox 59 here. She's now at Fox News. I I, I shared that. I said, this is going to be the story. Today's weather in Des Moines, Iowa for Monday. Monday is caucus day. It's a high of negative three. That's the high temperature. It's a low of 12 below. Now, Who comes out to caucus? I'm asking the question, who comes out to caucus when it's 12 below? Polling doesn't mean anything. I don't care if you like what I have to say. I don't care if you call me a rhino. I don't care if you scream MAGA. I don't care if you talk about Nikki Haley. I don't give a good holy you-know-what. I'm right, not because I'm smarter, but because reality is punching you in the 12 degrees below zero face. Who shows up in negative 12 weather? That's the question. and The answer is... Hell if I know. I don't know. And there are going to be people who are telling you, oh, this is really going to help this one. Oh, it's going to help that one. They're all so full of crap. So ideologically minded, they can't get their head out of their own butts. I don't know. And you don't either. How do you convince your people to make it happen. It's a lot easier to show up uh, to, to to caucus when it's 42 degrees outside. I mean, it is still Iowa. It's not going to be 70. This is going to be rough. This is going to be rough. Now, I've argued from the beginning that the reason that I pay no attention to Trump's polling numbers, outside of admitting that they're, that they're there, is that I don't know if that translates to people Caucusing, which is a lot different than a primary where you just pull a pull a lever and then leave. You got to hang around. You got to drink that bad coffee. You got to be engaged and active and and convincing people to to walk to the other side of the high school gyms till you have more people so you can drop people from the next round of consideration and 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 get them to vote for your guy. Which candidate? can best motivate people to show up. Because a win is a win is a win is a win. But at 12 degree below, it's pretty easy to dismiss the results and say, you know what, this thing really starts in New Hampshire. And oh, really, really starts in South Carolina. The weather is the story. Be paying attention.